It's the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. A fine pair brought to you by Shane Holmes. Paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side. It's Wednesday, February 15th, 2023. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Oh, talking through, talking through a burp there. Oh, nice. That's hot. Move, hey? Sexy. Such a dad move. Um... We'll be pretty quick here. We have to, we got to go get our photos taken. Yeah. Sam, our digital guy, is taking our new headshots and stuff, so we got to. I have to go make myself look pretty. Yes. Mm -hmm. Look nicer than normal today. Yeah. Um, I actually have to put on pants. It's a tough call. Anyway. Do you not normally wear pants? No, I do. Just nicer <laughs> pants. I don't remember the last time I saw you wear anything <laughs> but pants. Yeah. No, that's it's true. Uh, pants, though. It's Wednesday today, so Heritage Moment. We're going to talk about pool rules, how you should dance at a rock show, how we talk to each other at the grocery store. We lost a listener. Yeah, we did. We're going to make UFOs sexy because they're in the news right now. Yeah. I have a theory as to why Canadians might are so protective of our universal health care. It's not what you think it is. We're talking about the perfect couple. Do you know the perfect couple? Oh. And we'll talk about companies that have no business getting in on Valentine's Day advertising after your out-of-context clip of the show. If I still feel... If you got a fat ass, get your hands up! The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Sometimes I think companies go just a little too far trying to be relevant. And yesterday this happened. I got this ad targeted at me from BetMGM Canada. It says, who else needs a king or queen this Valentine's Day? Feel the love with our live dealer and slot games. <laughs> I was just like, okay. Like, like, you probably don't need to get in on the Valentine's Day sales. I think hey? you could probably <laughs> just not bring Valentine's Day into this. Come no. gamble. These two things don't have a whole bunch in common. No, in fact, I would say that gambling is probably more detrimental to relationships I would say than so. it is helpful. Yes. It is, I would say there's probably more relationships ruined by gambling than helped. Yeah, saying spark so. your romance with live dealer and slot games just doesn't make a whole <laughs> lot of sense, okay? Like, it really doesn't. That is no. shoehorning. That sale in there. Oh, my. Yeah. I was trying to think of other businesses that just don't make sense to advertise on Valentine's Day, just in case you were thinking about it. Like, Here, I'll give you some music you. so yeah. you can... Get your ducks cleaned this Valentine's Day. It's just like... Oh, romantic. So romantic. What are we going to find in there? Wow, honey, we need to get our ducks cleaned. Get a jump on your taxes this Valentine's Day. <laughs> like, no, that's that... what we'll spend the day going over our receipts from the last year. That's just it. Pamper your ass this Valentine's Day with Cottonelle toilet paper. That one actually maybe maybe works a little better. A little better. You're pampering your ass. A little so, closer. Yeah, there you go. Happy Valentine's Day. From Crime Stoppers. <laughs> it's Valentine's Day. Don't forget your shingles vaccine. <laughs> Nothing ruins the day like shingles. Accounting software. Reduce record redundancy this Valentine's Day. Just like, <laughs> what? The Beckler and Shauna podcast. My two boys, Bo and Brigham, they're eight and five. We were driving around yesterday listening to Fat Man Scoop. And we were just killing ourselves oh, laughing. Oh, Fat Man Scoop. <laughs> fat Man Scoop. Oh, man. Yeah. Hype, right? hype Man is such an unusual way to earn a living, isn't it? Really it really is, like, yeah. This is an unusual way to earn a living. Mm -hmm. But that's even weirder. Totally. Because he just yells. Yeah. Like, his job is just to yell. 
And Scoop is great at it. He is. When he's yelling, yeah. I get hyped. You get fired up. I get real fired up. He's genius. Great at it. The problem is that Hype Man, by definition, is very limited in range in terms of like the type of music that he can make. It's, it basically needs to be a song that could be played in a club. True. Or it's not going to work. Or he's yeah. just going to sound really out of place there. But what if there is... What if there's something deeper to Fat Man Scoop? What if there's an artistry inside him that he's never been able to let out? Maybe he's really passionate about slow music, sad music, and he just hasn't been able to hype man it. Exactly. Why can't we do soft songs with Fat Man Scoop? (laughs) 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 Why not? Why the hell not? Yeah, or uh, this is really badly done. I'm sorry, but here we go. You get the idea. I hurt myself today. Chop! Chop! Also, not, not a good See message. If, I still feel if you got a fat ass, get your hands up! I focus on the pain. Chop! Chop! But I remember everything. Take your ass! Watch yourself! <laughs> What have I become? Why not? Why not? Doesn't really work. Soft songs with Fat Man Scoop. You can't tell me it's not worth dying for. Let's go. No, it's true. True. Please pick it up now. Everything I do. Let's go. Let's go. I do it for you. Here's a TV trope I see all the time. Okay. The neighbors who appear to be the perfect couple. Ah, yes. And a lot of time they don't turn out to be the perfect couple, but there's always a ton of discussion in TV and movies where there's this so-called perfect couple that's right beside you, right? Right. And they're kind of the example compared to the dysfunction of the main character's family, right? Totally. You're right. And the perfect couple never turns out to be perfect. No. There's lies, cheating, deception, murder sometimes, sometimes murder. Absolutely. All the murder. Like Mr. and Mr. Smith, is that what it's called? That one with... If you don't yeah. know, never mind. Anyway, that's kind of the the pinnacle of it, right? Because they are seen as the perfect neighbors and their neighbors are the perfect neighbors. Then nobody winds up being perfect uh, neighbors. But it's always a thing. And I was like, do you know any neighbors that you see as the perfect couple? Like, do I know a perfect couple? Yeah. I mean, I think everybody has their has their issues. Yes. Well, this is just some, it. I can think of some relationships that I think are like a pretty good example of how... Okay. Power relationships, but who knows, right? Who knows behind closed doors what it's really like? I know. Well, and I'm envisioning the, the the people that we grew up with, our neighbors, and they were far from perfect couples. None of them were perfect couples. There was the one couple that uh, they never went outside, and if you ever rang the doorbell or anything, they would never answer the door. No, they're up to something. So I, I don't like, answer the door. Maybe I'm up to something. No, uh, maybe, maybe. <laughs> um, then there was the husband who we later found out was stealing. Everything. He was a massive klepto and was arrested many times. So they looked quite nice. And then we find this out about him. So they were not the perfect couple. And then there were the yellers beside us who I've talked about before, but they just, they screamed everything. <laughs> I don't think they were capable of discussing anything in a regular voice. Maybe they were the most functional of all, though. I mean, at least they got it all out. They just maybe don't know how to bring it in a little bit, you know? They were working through their problems. They were. Yes. A little too loud about it. I always think, too, that, like, I'm always very suspicious of a couple that goes to great lengths to show you how perfect they are. Yeah. Especially on social media. Yep. 
Like everything is great. Never, we're so in love. And I'm always like, ah, I'm a little suspicious. And they've and, got a couple's Instagram account and mm, couple's Facebook account. And everything's together. It's like, why? Um, and oftentimes the people who are most like public with their love like that, they're the ones that like when they break up, they just scrub any mention of that person at all from their pro. They're just, that person never existed. Yeah. They were so in love. Right. And then that person is just gone. It's it was never dramatic. there. Yeah, yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think the strongest relationships are maybe a bit quieter. Yeah. A bit quieter about it. Interesting. Okay. So yeah. again, TV trope, not, not, not realistic. Okay. Yeah. Those couples that are so outwardly perfect, it's just every, no, no, we don't all have the perfect no. couple neighbors. Suspect murder with those people. It might be murder. All of the and Shauna podcast. Earlier this week on the show, we were talking about this video I posted when I was down in the States last week about how cheap liquor is there. Yeah. It's like three, four times more expensive here. Which is insane. So I posted this video and then the comments were mostly about how we have universal health care here. Yes. And this happened on both my personal account and when I posted the video on the X929 page. And I was like, I don't know why something like liquor prices and health care necessarily have to be at odds with each other. But everyone was like, "This is this is why it's so expensive because we have healthcare here." Well, I got this message from friend from a friend of the show. Maybe I'll leave her anonymous, uh, but she's originally from the UK, and she said when she moved here, she was kind of shocked at how not free our universal healthcare was. Interesting. Yeah, like she said, obviously it's better than than in the states here. Yeah, she says she's grateful for that. Um, but she said in the, in the UK, they have a far more universal free healthcare system than here. For example, all prescriptions cost $15, no matter what it's for. You don't need benefits. Everything's free for kids until they're done school, including university. That's medical, dental, vision. Wow. Yeah. And she said even her family in the UK is blown away by how expensive liquor is here. So it's like, I don't know why those two things are... I mean, I understand that some of the, the, the syntax goes to help fund our healthcare system, but... It's government propaganda. <laughs> You think so? Every time the taxes are up, they're like, oh, it's, it's, it's just, for the healthcare. But think about the healthcare. Yeah. I just think about the healthcare and then uh, pay us more. And she said contraceptives are free in the in the United Kingdom, or at least covered. Wow. She was blown away when she came here and had to pay 100 bucks for her birth control pills. Yeah. Um, huh. So, yeah. I mean, it doesn't. I don't think it necessarily has to be one or the other. There are nope. examples around the world where it isn't. Mm-hmm. But I have this theory, and this is... Don't take me too seriously here, but I have this theory that part of the reason... Canadians are so afraid of a two-tier system or of more privatization in our healthcare is because we lose the main thing that we can be smug towards Americans about. It is true. Right? Because uh-huh. that's the, like I said, that's what we always throw back at. Oh, we have universal healthcare. Yeah. We always throw that back at the Americans. And if we, you know, if our healthcare system changed a little, if it more reflected some of the systems you see in Europe, yeah. or it is like a, you know, a combination, a hybrid system. Mm-hmm. Well, then how would we feel superior to the Americans? That's fair. You can't bring up something like mass shootings. That's just in bad taste. Yeah. Hmm. We'd have nothing. Okay. Well, I mean, I I can't tell you either way, but maybe that's it. That's <laughs> maybe that's it. it. We just needed something smug against the states. We the can't states. look yeah. down on them then. Yeah. <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna podcast. So there's an enormous amount of resources being put into trying to find that unidentified flying object that was shot down in the Yukon. They're look, still looking for it? They're still Haven't looking for it. Yet? No. Uh, there's a bunch of fighter jets and the FBI and all kinds of government organizations are collaborating and trying to find the debris. And everybody's chatting about all these balloons and things that are hovering above our airspace yeah. here. And I was thinking, and I was like, there are some people who appear to be quite alarmed by this as well. 
A lot of people who are talking about this, very concerned, wondering what these are, like where they're from. Everybody is all kinds of speculation. Like people who think they're from China. People yes. who think they're from other worlds. Other worlds. Uh, and maybe we can help with this, Beckler. Cause for people who are afraid? For people who are afraid and concerned. And again, all the people who are talking well, so much about this. Who was the one government official when she, she was asked if it was... Uh, if they've ruled out aliens, they said, we're not ruling out anything right now. Yeah. I was like, ooh, that's spicy. That's so Man, spicy. I'm down for a UFO panic. That'd be fun, wouldn't I, it? It totally would, yeah. Uh, <laughs> a lot of people, though, I have some friends, too, who, you know, are a little bit anxious. And yeah. This type of thing doesn't help with that. So maybe... You want to try to change uh, people's perspectives on I mean, I thought potentially maybe UFOs? We, we could give it a go, yeah. You want to make UFOs sexy? sexy? there be any probing? <laughs> Look at the size of that thing. What is it? <laughs> Saucer. I hardly know her. <laughs> I tried to get it down, but it's just so hard. <laughs> Maybe we should infiltrate my restricted area. No, oh, I had a restricted uh, area yeah, joke too. Areas. Oh, it's in my restricted area. <laughs> Gonna have to ask you to get it out of there. <laughs> Ooh. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. Uh, we lost a listener yesterday, Shauna. We did. We did. Uh, it was sad. A, yeah, here's, uh, we got an email. This is the message. Been a listener since the day you guys went on air, but I am done. For two reasons. You overplay all your songs, but even more importantly, your complete biased advertising, two angry face emojis. Spreading lies about Danielle Smith will not endear you to anyone. In fact, I will state the obvious, you are losing listeners with each ad you run. Bye-bye. I'm going to switch to CKRD, and I won't be missing 92.9 one bit. Terry. His, his or her name is actually Terry. Terry. By the way. Signed Terry. I was wondering if Terry has heard our Terry segments or not. Been a listener since day one. You'd think I so. Would think so. Mm-hmm. Um, so those ads, we don't choose to play them. First of all, just to there's clarify. Some, there's something in the in the laws that say like you have to give time to, you know, political entities. Yes. So anyone is open to advertise. Anybody politically can advertise on our station. Uh, and if you pay to do so, then we have to play those ads. That's how it goes. So. And like over the years, we've aired, you know, this party's ad, that party's ad, yep. this party's attack ad, that party. And, like, and it always, it, I mean, it might come across as biased if there's one airing at, at a certain time. And not the others, yeah. But I mean, in my time here, I've heard them from all different directions. And, yes. And we uh, have to air them again yeah, legally. So, we, so Sorry, Terry. It's not our choice. But you would think, being a listener since day one, you would know that Terry would have heard yeah. the other ads, the other political ads that air, I know. that kind of have to air. Yeah. But apparently, this was the line going after the premier, and that we replay all our songs. Yeah. Or overplay or whatever. Terry, I'm so sorry. So Terry's off to CKRD, which is Shine FM, right? The Christian station. Okay, that's a where I guess they're not airing those ads about Danielle Smith. That's a very strange departure. I mean, quite far yeah. from where we are, Terry, now, but okay. All right. I mean... Well, as we as we always say, we will keep your seat warm, Terry, if you decide sure to return. Mm-hmm. We'll have a dart waiting for you for when you come back. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. <laughs> That's really funny. We'll, we'll knock the cherry off Terry's cigarette, and we'll set it on the workbench, 
and he can light it up when he comes back. Might be a little stale when he gets back, but hey, a dart is a dart, Dart's you know? Dart. I believe yep. they call it a savey in yep. some places. I love the, the inspirational Terry. We'll have a Bud Light waiting for you <laughs> when you come back, okay? We'll have a dart waiting for you when you come back. Cold Bud Larry waiting for you, yep. Terry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, potential nominee for Terry of the Month right there, I would say. I would say so. Lost a listener, Terry. Yep. I, I mean, we, we talked about those ads, though, and it does kind of suck from our perspective, too, because you and I at least try to, you know, to, to kind of stay somewhere in the middle, right? Yes. I mean, we have our own political of leanings, course. of course, yep. but when we're on the air, we try to be pretty f- as fair and as balanced as we can. We try to see both sides of every issue that comes up. Yeah. And then we do that, and then one of these ads airs right after, and it's just like, ah, damn it. Well, there goes our <laughs> our perception of impartiality, right? It is so, tough, because, yeah, we again, we can't help it. So regardless of our political leanings, we'd rather... Rather stay in the middle, but yes, if you pay for the ads, they will be on our radio station. Yes. So. Yes. I, I, we got to look into like what the exact rule is because people always say, why are you airing this? And I'm like, well, there's something in the rules that say we have to, but I don't there know is. exactly how it's worded. Yeah. We should. I'll ask our boss about that next time we meet with him. You know where you can discuss politics that your neighbor's even hearing? I'm guessing that's going to be in a Shane Holmes paired home, Shauna. It's a Shane Holmes yeah. paired home, Meckler. Because of the uh, next level soundproofing. Mm-hmm. In those 1,624 square foot paired homes. You could fight, you could yell, you could do all you want in the paired home. Anything, yet yeah, You could smoke your whole dart or half your dart, yep. save the rest for later. It's up to you. Your home. Uh, for more info, visit ShaneHomes.com. Shane Homes, the better way to build. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. When you're, say, at a grocery store and you're passing somebody, Beckler, and you say, excuse me, do you whisper it? I realized yesterday that for some reason, every one I pass in the aisle at a grocery store or drugstore or something, I whisper, excuse me, to. I don't say really? it out loud. I'll be like, excuse me. And yesterday I did it and I passed this woman. I said, excuse me. And she whispered back, sorry. And I was just like, why are we whispering in here? I think I probably do some sort of like weird vocal fry thing. Yeah. Uh, excuse me, everything. That's, <laughs> yeah, this is what we, we year, if I could. Why don't we speak like normal humans when we pass each other at the grocery store like this? I always do it, and then I think after it, I'm like, we're not in the library. There is no need to be quiet when I do. I can just say, "Excuse me," like a normal person, but instead, I always will kind of whisper it, like, "Excuse me, yeah, oh, sorry, yeah." Full voice is too aggressive for a Canadian, I think. Uh, is that excuse it? me? Ah, maybe it's the weird, yeah, the like the drugstore music and stuff that's playing too that makes you just, you know, you feel like you're in a softer spot or you don't want to be too loud. I yeah. don't know what it is, but yes, every single time, and I was like, I need to stop doing this. So you end up doing this weird like yin yang twins thing. Yes, it's just bizarre. Hey, don't love, Mama, let me whisper in your ear. Let's just, I just get really nice and close to their whispers after, or ears. Excuse me, you've got a sexy ass body and your ass looks soft. You need to leave the grocery store now, miss. Ma'am, you've been arrested. <laughs> yep, it's good. This is going to be pretty painful. Uh, this video came down my feed the other day showing you how to dance at a rock concert, how to dance to rock music. Is it serious or is it? Uh, I think they're pretty serious about it. But okay. And today we're gonna teach you how to dance to rock music. So the basic thing that you want to do when you're listening to rock, if you're at a concert, if you're oh, at a club God. or anything, is basically just to feel the beat and your attitude, right? So when you're in it, what do we all do when we hear rock music? Raise Our arm is up, and oh no, that's what you do. So one arm is up, 
and your head goes with it, and your arm pulses front. And they got the what? devil hordes up, of course, with the thumb out. Oh yeah, and then they're yeah. just then they're rocking. Oh, they're, they're rocking because that's what you do. Five, mm. Two, three, yeah. four, out of bounds. Five, six. Seven. Oh, why are we? Your face. I, I know hope, it's so uncomfortable, hope, isn't it? She, you. I hope in a rock concert she also counts aloud like that. Okay, one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, oh no. gets better. And another thing you guys want to keep in mind is that you don't want to just wave your arms around like you don't. Care. <laughs> but if you stay on beat and really feel the pulse, yeah, people around you're gonna pick up on that. Yeah. And you're going to look like a cool guy yeah. or a girl. No. And you're going to be rocking out. No. You're going to be off. You're just rocking. Oh, so our air guitar is a simple two-step. It's just rock and hit. And now, rock and hit. I was no. doing the air rock guitar back and forth. Why are we? <laughs> now you can bring it low if you want. Don't do that. We can rock and hit low. Rock, yeah. Low, rock, oh, now he's getting low, low with his oh, air guitar. Right. You can bring it up. <laughs> if Terry saw this video. <laughs> oh, man, he'd be... He would light it on fire. To go find them and fight them. I think he, he would take his computer and throw it out the window. <laughs> Reckon you could get your ass kicked you for saying something like that. You do not do that show, no! Oh, man. I mean, I, like you and like you listening, have probably been to quite a few quite a few shows in our time. And I just, I, I don't recommend doing this. I don't recommend taking this advice. Um, Terry, if you're listening... <laughs> We're not going to tell you the location of these He's people so you can go kick their ass, Terry's okay? So mad. And Shauna podcast. Why are pool rules so graphic? I'll like, I'll give me a second to explain here. Okay. I, was, I was reading the rules posted like outside the pool at the place where my parents are staying in Phoenix. Uh, and these are the rules directly from the county where Phoenix is located. So I'm guessing the, the, the same thing is posted at all pools in the area. Okay. But it said here here's rule number 1 on this sign. Persons with sore or inflamed eyes, colds, nasal or ear discharges, boils or other acute or obvious skin or body infections or cuts Dear shall Lord. be excluded from the pool. Yeah, like that is horrifying. Now I don't even want to go in the pool. <laughs> I was just looking forward to an afternoon of swimming, but then you said all that stuff about boils and discharges and stuff well, and, it's, it's and so junk. Funny. Do you remember when we were laughing about how the one place I went, it was like, you, you can't have had diarrhea for the past like 14 yeah. days or something. And I'm like, are you are you calculating this? Like, how do we test that theory? That I thought that was specific. This is insane. And you're right, though. So oftentimes the, rule, the rules will specifically say the word diarrhea. And yes. you're like, man, God. I'm just trying to relax here. Oh, man. You're talking about diarrhea. Maybe they're just trying to discourage anybody from going in because it means Maybe. less cleaning for them. They're like, how much gross crap can we put on this <laughs> sign to really creep people out? People with... On Oozing sores oh. and flaking skin coming off in huge chunks. You know what? I think I'm good. Pus oh. and you're oh like, my ah, god! Yeah, ah. sicko writes the rules for these for the pool. Persons with flesh eating disease and pus filled lesions. <laughs> People with disgusting skin conditions should should not enter the pool because it's gross and anal vomiting. Oh. 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 The Beckler and Shauna podcast. A Calgary Heritage moment. Depending on your age, you may or may not know that Calgary was the birthplace of one of Canada's most successful children's shows. The Buckshot Show was a kids' TV series that was an absolute staple for young Calgarians throughout the 70s, 80s, and 90s. The show launched in 1967 and was hosted by Ron Barge, better known as Buckshot, and Benny the Bear. The Calgarian children, these characters were as famous as Big Bird and Mr. Rogers. The Buckshot Show intro song was recognized throughout the city and sounds like this.
And Buckshot himself, who wore a tattered cowboy hat and plaid cowboy attire, had a friendly voice that spoke to children young and old. How you doing? Well, I know you're probably saying to yourself, just a minute, he's having dancers since his Thursday program. We never have dancers, we, have a, we always start with a story. The show ran weekly on Calgary's local TV network, back then known as CFCN, and it aired right at noon for over three decades. When the show was eventually cancelled in 1997, Buckshot and Benny were still very much active in the community. They would MC events and make appearances throughout Calgary. Buckshot was also in a band called Vintage Express, which would perform around the city, and although his real name was Ron Barge, everyone in town knew him as Buckshot. Well, Ron Barge still lives in Calgary. However, Jim Lewis, the man who voiced Buckshot's trusty sidekick, Benny, unfortunately passed away just a few days ago. But these two hold a special place in the hearts of those who grew up in Calgary, along with the distinction of being the longest-running children's show in Canadian history. This has been a Calgary Heritage Moment. You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative. X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.